Hello, friends. Welcome to a special episode of the Doxa Dialogue podcast. My name is David, and I don't have anyone to dialogue with at the table today. So the only way this won't be a monologue is if you listeners out there dialogue with me. As always, we welcome your feedback. And if you need help right now, or if you know anyone who does need help with the coronavirus happening, please reach out to us at all the usual places. The podcast webpage, which is docsupstate.church slash podcast, or DM us on Instagram at doxa underscore dialogue. Earlier this week, when Sally, Jeremy, and I were recording our Wisdom podcast, by and large, the sentiment out there was what we were feeling. It was this idea like, it's so overblown. It's not really that bad. And we were joking a little bit about some of the memes that we had a chuckle about. You know, you've seen them, the millennials buying cruise tickets, all of that. And while we were careful not to make light of the situation, knowing that people are getting sick and dying, I have to admit, I had a pretty dismissive attitude towards it at the time. Really, it changed for me when I heard President Trump's address to the nation. I decided the right course of action is to stop getting all of my information from dated articles on people's news feeds and start looking at the facts. The truth is, this is a pandemic, and to compare it to the flu is just not accurate. At this point, we don't really know how long this is going to hang over our heads or how bad it's going to get. But the first thing that jumps out to me is not to overreact one way or the other and not follow the crowd. There are very smart people with great responsibility canceling events that we enjoy. But that's our authority's role to protect its citizens. And when you take opinion, headlines, stats that you can spin any way you wish, when you take all of that out of the equation, the countries around the world that have gone into lockdown have stopped this. And the countries that didn't take it very seriously are being ravaged by it. This thing is real, and the facts are it takes drastic measures of social limitations to contain it. So here are my thoughts right now on March 13th. Let's not respond in fear, rather move with love. And there are a lot of ways that you can love your neighbors right now. One way is to help the doctors by limiting social interaction. Another way is to reach out to the elderly that you know and ask if they need help with anything. They have a legitimate concern, and maybe that means you go out and buy some groceries for them. One of the women in our church pointed out how hard this is for small local businesses, and I get that. And her suggestion was to go in, buy a few gift cards, and just use them later. What a great idea. My wife and I decided yesterday that we aren't going to eat out anywhere for the next 30 days. And the reason for that is twofold. We're going to help our neighbors help the doctors by limiting social interaction, and on top of it, save some money that we can use on someone else who is in need. It would be foolish to not be respectful of personal space right now. So let's all just pick a non-contact greeting for at least a few weeks until we get more information. Secondly, let's focus on the opportunities this is gonna open up for the gospel. Our economy is taking a severe hit from this and Corona isn't the only cause, but. 2020 has been a brutal year for so many people, and many times it's trials and tribulations that bring people flat on their back to put them in a position to look up to the one they need to look to. We don't know how long this new normal will go, and we don't know how hard it's going to affect our wallets, but it will, without a doubt, be a catalyst for some people to wake up 
and get off the coasting train. So for all of you listening, know that hard times are a result of the fall. And as fear, mockery, apathy, and selfishness swirl all around us, we're going to see a lot more selfishness in the days to come. May we stand out and be different. Direct conversations with love and empathy towards your comfort and hope. If you know Jesus Christ, we don't live for health or peace or a good economy. Our one comfort is Jesus Christ, and our salvation is through his grace. It's moments of crisis where the confidence and the boldness of Jesus' people shines the brightest. So be wise out there, make safe decisions, but let's be a people who pray, and let's be a people who reach the broken and afraid with words and actions to live out the love and the mercy of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ.